This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. Now, come on, baby, tell me who's the nerd. Nerd up, y'all. N-E-R-D up. N-E-R-D up. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod hosts, Guilty Wilson. Nerd up. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm your host, Gil T. Wilson, along with that other guy. Tony Collins. Wait, you're the host? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. damn it. My, my grip on the Nerd Up Podcast was short-lived. Wasn't yeah, it? your mutiny did not last, no, my no, friend. No, it didn't. So, yeah, we'll be having committee hearings to find out what kind of insurrection you started. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a one-man insurrection, and it didn't last long. Uh, no. So. But it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> no one got pepper sprayed. <laughs> yeah. No one got pepper sprayed. No offices were ransacked. No. <laughs> yeah, I no. do miss having the big buffalo hat, though. <laughs> and the face paint. You yeah. look good in it. I got, I got to tell you, you did look good in well, it. Well, thank so. you. Yeah. Few people can pull that look off. I know, right? You, you definitely did. So, And I'm glad you pulled it off because now I can see who you are. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So this time around, what are we going to talk about? Actually, you came up with the idea today because I, I was sitting there at home enjoying my weekend after a nice film shoot. I did a, a movie with Jed I was going to say, you did a movie with Jed Bryan, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we filmed another horror film. Well, uh, that's while you were out making movies, uh-huh. I was I was busy uh following the people that make movies. Oh, um, you were so following you were, me? You were doing much cooler stuff than I was. No, I was sitting on my couch watching a lot of the uh, the Comic-Con coverage, San okay. Diego Comic-Con, and they, you know, marveled just sort of all over the face, neck, and chest of the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frankly, DC didn't do a bad job either. I know True. there are a lot of people that were pissed because Dwayne Johnson didn't announce who was going to play Superman in the DCEU moving forward. There's this big push to bring Henry Cavill back as Superman, and I think there was some attitude that that announcement wasn't made, but all in all, I was pretty excited about some of the stuff coming out of Comic-Con. All right, so here's the deal. For those of you listening, um, basically over the weekend, I was making a movie with our friend Jed Bryan. I was doing sound, and uh, it was a horror film. for a, It's, it's going to be an anthology that comes out. We did a short, I, th- I think it's about a 10-minute film, uh, but we're, it's going to be a, a, a anthology called Six Pack of Horror. Right. And... Each bottle is a story, and our bottle's called, or our bottle, or our show is called uh, Trick Bottle, and it's kind of neat. It's cool. It's a horror film, and Jed Bryan did it, and I'm like, I was more than happy. However, it was 110 degree he- I was heat index. Say, yeah, again, and we're shooting outside again. I was sitting on my couch Saturday <laughs> watching uh, stuff come in from Comic Con, uh, not marching <laughs> around in 100 degree heat, mm-hmm. holding a boom mic. Uh-huh. And that's you know you mentioned that it's a ten hour it's a, a ten hour a ten it's minute. a it's a ten minute film yeah well, you're out there for well, we twelve were, hours oh uh, yeah easily uh, in fact I got there about one o'clock in the afternoon and uh, the hottest part of the day <laughs> and then we wrapped up at one in the morning so yeah. uh, and and the thing is though here's the th- it wasn't just the heat. Uh, one of the guys stopped sweating. He, that wasn't good. Uh, but uh, uh, the, also, w- the place we were filming, they were going to get a shot from the creek, and they went down to the creek. And said, all right, this should be a good angle. And they went down to the creek, and there's also this a cat footprint. Yeah, but, but not the, but not a cat, not a kitty. No, this thing not had a kitty this, footprint. The, the print was about eight inches diameter. <laughs> I'm like, that's a big cat. And so we're keeping the, having to keep a lookout for some kind of wild uh, mountain lion or whatever we have in this area of Illinois: panthers, puma. Uh, Adidas, I don't know, right? <laughs> but it's a cat. It was one of those wild Reebok out there, <laughs> yeah, around. right? Could have been some Air Jordans out there, but anyway. Uh, anyhow, so yeah, so that was the thing. Then we also, uh, I only had one tick. I mean, everybody, uh, not everybody, but several people had one tick. So we each took a tick. Each took a tick, <laughs> and so we had we had nature to worry about, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just watching Comic Con. I'm stuff. just watching Comic Con stuff. <laughs> so yeah. So I texted you, and I'm like, "Hey, we need to do a podcast. We can talk about the stuff from Comic Con." And I got back a, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. And not an enthusiastic okay. It was more like. Okay, I'm tired, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll yeah, talk no, about this later. Yeah, you were in the middle of doing other stuff. So. <laughs> and uh, recuperating the day after. So. Right. <laughs> but here we are. We're going to talk about it. So uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll take a little bit of a break, come back, and talk about Comic-Con, because that's what we do. Because because we can. Podcast. 
Have you ever wondered what makes Eagle Theater possible? It's you. In a world of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube, it's your loyalty to Eagle Theater that makes first-run movies here a thing. And we want to say thank you with the annual popcorn bucket. Buy the annual bucket and you're set to save. When you buy the bucket, we'll fill it for free. And each time you come back for another visit, we'll fill it for just $3.50. Buy the bucket, support the Eagle Theater, and save. All right, so Nerd Up Podcast, I guess we've got to talk about Comic-Con. I guess it's a very nerdy thing to talk about. I was going to say, I felt like we needed to uh, address Comic-Con. It's kind of a big deal. And, yeah, yeah, a little you know, bit. Like I said, Marvel dropped. And what I'm, what I'm surprised about is that even with all of the news that Marvel dropped during Comic-Con, they still have, like, D23, Disney's Investment Day mm-hmm. coming up. And usually... They give you a little nugget at Comic-Con, and then they do a whole lot of stuff during the D23. Right. So I'm kind of excited to see what they have. So if they announced. gave out this much at Comic-Con, how much are they going to bring out at D23? Right. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, wow. Yeah, and, and well, you know what? Again, I was busy, didn't get into it, and this year's Comic-Con is because of the last couple of years that didn't happen. This one kind of came as a surprise to me. It's I'm like, oh yeah, up. they were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, you you were you were watching. Let's let's hear what what what's Marvel got. Let's talk about some of these things. Uh huh. <laughs> no, pretty much everything. I mean, you know, we got we got the uh, announcement of Phase Four. What uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is going to mm-hmm. wrap up Phase Four. Then Kevin Feige announced uh, most of what's in Phase Five. And even a little bit of what's in phase six. What's it going like to the year 3000? Well, it's like 2024. Wow. I think, I think yeah, 2024, 2025 wow. with Marvel projects. Okay. And, you know, some of them that, uh, first off, the trailer for uh, Black Panther oh, looks absolutely spectacular. It is beautiful. And just right in all of the Chadwick Boseman feels. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's. I'll be interested to see how they handle that as a plot point right in the movie well uh, i i'm obviously they address it because the trailer shows the yeah. ceremonial celebration if you will of the black panther's death yeah, so i don't yeah. know and but, it, it's i mean it's something that needed to be done i mean that's one of those if they did recast them i mean in the long run i'm sure people would have been okay that's fine but at the same time you got can't just recast him the black panther i mean chadwick did Chadwick was the bland, yeah, uh, Black he, Panther. Yeah, he absolutely nailed that role. And, yes. and it became so important to so many people mm-hmm. that to just recast it, I think, would have been the wrong move. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the way they're handling it, at least near as I can tell from the trailer, looks like the right way to go. Now, the trailer also uh, teased us with a little Namor action, uh-huh. which I was, uh, I'm was i ready for, but I was surprised they did Namor before they brought in the Fantastic Four because he's got more of a history of Fantastic Four than anything else. I mean, after all, he's trying to make Sue Storm his queen right? Uh, and all this other stuff that goes on, well, jealousy with Reed Fantastic Richards. Fantastic Four was one of the projects that got officially announced by... Oh by marvel uh kevin feige officially announced fantastic four okay uh one of the ones uh that piqued my curiosity is avengers kang dynasty that looks interesting so obviously we're going to get some deep dark multiverse stuff with kang the conquer yeah time all his powers are time yeah time-based powers so and then uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> a lot of the Disney Plus shows, I Am Groot, should be fun. That looks like fun, uh, yeah. You know, the next season of Loki was announced. Okay. Uh, an, a standalone 18-episode uh, season for Daredevil was announced that, yeah. as well. 18 episodes. You know, a lot of the Marvel stuff has been six episodes, yeah. eight episodes, ten episodes, but... 18 episodes, that's a, that's a pretty hefty that, run. That, yeah, and, and Daredevil, too. It's like a, yeah. what they call it, Rebirth or something? Yeah, Born Again. Born Again, or, that's it. Yeah, but he's going to be... Maybe it's Reborn. Maybe Reborn, yeah. But he's going to be in the new yellow costume, or not new, but the yellow costume that was the original Daredevil. Well, at, at the very anyway. least, at the very least, in the She-Hulk trailer, mm-hmm. they kind of do a little bait and switch at the end of the oh. She-Hulk trailer. Okay. You watch him do a backflip into... Like the lights of a car sitting on a freeway. And as he does the backflip, you can clearly see the red and yellow, red and gold okay. Daredevil costume. Then when they do the slow pan 
at the very end of the trailer, it's the all red costume. Interesting. So, a little bit of a bait and switch Interesting. there. Interesting or something. Uh, so and so that's going to be on She Hulk. So yeah, that's going to be on okay. She Hulk. I'm then, in. Yeah, and it's still going to be Charlie Cox. So we're happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie Cox and I think Vincent D'Onofrio both are oh. back for. Vincent D'Onofrio obviously is Kingpin back yeah. for uh, the Daredevil series. Echo series was announced. Uh, yeah, what is that? Um, I'm a Marvel fan. I don't know what Echo is. Um, okay, in the Hawkeye series, you remember okay. the Hawkeye series? Yeah. The deaf girl that was after Hawkeye, oh, yes. that's Echo. Okay, now and okay. Well, all right. And again, maybe that's why, because I was never a huge uh, Hawkeye right. reader. So, okay. And again, I I watched Hawkeye for Hawkeye. <laughs> well, and I mean, oh, and Kate Bishop. But, you, know, you know, it, it just—it's a glut of <laughs> wonderful comic book goodness. <laughs> and you know, I know the Phase Four has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because obviously the the Infinity Saga, all <laughs> of those movies, eventually <laughs> tied into one another and paid off right. in the final movie. Right. Um, phase Four, it seems like, has been a little more. Loosey goosey with yeah, those, that yeah. sort of interconnective thread. Yeah. So, and you know what? If they don't, I mean, they don't have to build up like they did with Infinity. Like, no, honestly, they have to build up to one big ending. I would very much. I would rather see, you know, a dozen really cool movies that have a nothing to do with one another. Yeah, yeah. Than you know, other than uh, they're in the same universe. Yeah. The other, you know, other than a half a dozen that kind of half-ass movies, but they tie together real nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd rather see some good movies. I'd rather see some cool TV shows. Uh-huh. Now, the one Marvel property I have not watched any of is uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, and they're getting ready to do some kind of a Marvels thing uh-huh. with that. Now, I've been watching Miss Marvel, or. I've got a few episodes in, and again, it, it's geared, I think, for a younger right. uh, audience and yeah. uh, a, a teenage girl audience, maybe. <laughs> it's it's but, geared for a teenage girl audience, and but I, old guys feel a little weird about watching. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's part of the Marvel Universe, and there's things about it. They've been talking about her being a mutant, and I know in the comics they did that, too. They couldn't tell if she's a mutant or what she was, right. but... Uh, 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 so they're gonna they're playing on that, but I love the artwork in this thing. As she and I'm not sure if this is actually going on or if it's just kind of a pretend thing. Like as they go walking to, they go to AvengerCon, and as they're going to there, they're describing all the things they're gonna do. And as they describe it, the the uh, graffiti on the walls as they pass by changes to what they're talking about and uh, animates. And I think it's kind of cool. And I think it's just, you know, kind of a stylistic thing. Sort of a Allie McBeal yeah. kind of back in the day. I yeah, think yeah. Allie McBeal did a lot of that fantasy stuff. Exactly. And I'm, I'm thinking that's all it is. But if they want, they could say at some point that someone's powers are causing that to happen. Right. And we'd we'd accept that too because it happened but nobody's made any remarks about the artwork so i just think that's a stylistic like you said alan mcbeal that's a good comparison yeah. for it yeah fantasy stuff but uh i mean and the story is pretty cool however i don't i'm i'm upset her powers are not the comic book ms marvel right. kamala khan powers <laughs> well and i think uh you know that's marvel has done that with a lot of with several of yeah. the cinematic heroes there yeah. Backstories aren't exactly as they were in the comics. Their powers aren't exactly as they were in the comics. But I also don't bump up against that because, you know, the backstory and powers of a lot of the comic superheroes change depending on who was writing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, uh, Spider-Man had several different weird starts and stops and things go on through the entire run from 1963 to current. Right. And so just pick which one you like, you know? Yeah. And as long as they do not do do anything with the clones in Spider-Man, I'll be happy. Yeah. Because that was the worst period in (laughs) Spider-Man's history is when they had a clone war, basically. Right. So, but yeah. But yeah, and, and again, I'm on board. It's still good. And... It, the style's really cool, but and, I mean the actress is f- phenomenal. She is like she was meant for this role, I think. Well, and I got the impression seeing some interviews with her, she was a huge, huge Marvel fan. Okay, comic books and cinematic universe before she landed the role. Okay, and so the character that she plays is I don't think that far different from who she actually is. Because, yeah, the character is a, is a fangirl. And, you know, fangirls make the best heroes anyway because they, you know. <laughs> so, right. But, well, yeah, it, I, I like the way they've done it and how they're going to do it in the future. I want, I'm want i anxious to see it. And do you know anything about the Marvel's movie or series or whatever they're going to do? It is her. It is uh, 
Captain Marvel uh-huh. and um, the Monica Rambo. Rambo. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's so. the three of them. That should be interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious. And again, that was not one I completely followed even back then when uh, I was like 2007, I think, was when Miss Marvel was introduced. Somewhere around in there. And I, I only liked it whenever she crossed over with Deadpool and uh, uh, Spider-Man. Those right. are cool crossovers. That's about the only time I really read. Well, oh, wait. No. I used to play the Marvel Avengers Alliance video game on my phone. <laughs> and it was she was a cool character to play. Because she embiggened her hands. And that's what I hate about this. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It, yeah. It, it's not an actual in big in her hands. It just sort of yeah. It's a crystal. Magic it's more of stuff. a more of a Green Lantern in big yeah, in her hands yep. kind of situation. Yep, and we don't need that. Right, <laughs> we had that mess. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with it. But uh, I want to see. I, I'm curious what their phase five, phase six, what they're going to consist of. Well, and that's the it's, thing. When Kevin Feige made the announcement. Um, you know, they had the the projection of the timeline, and here are the movies, here are the Disney Plus series that we'll be doing. <laughs> yeah. um, but there were also some notable gaps oh. of dates that they just didn't have anything there for. So okay. it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what fills in those gaps. Okay. You know, um, I'm thinking, I'm sure that there is going to be uh, some probably some X Men in there That's, somewhere. That might be what they're hiding. You, you know, D twenty three. Maybe that'll right. tell us that. But uh, and it's good that they have those gaps because we so far we trust them. I yeah. mean, they have not. Marvel yeah. hasn't done us wrong. Uh, well, the exception of Black Widow, and that was only timing. There was nothing else but timing on that. That yeah. was a great movie, but the timing of where they put it was the whole thing that was off. About okay, that. so here it is, Phase. Five uh-huh. is going to start off with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Oh, really? Okay, that's, that's a- going to be the start. Secret Invasion will be a Disney Plus series in Phase Five, which I'm liking. Uh, you've got the Third Guardians of the Galaxy series, or the Third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh-huh. Then Echo is in Phase Five. Okay, second season of Loki. Uh, then the Marvels movie that is uh, in. Looks like July of 2023 was in, when the Marvels oh, movie wow. hits theater. Uh, Blade has been announced for oh, November of 2023, right of course, uh, starring Mahersha Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ironheart will be getting a movie in fall of 2023. Okay, okay. And in the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer, you actually got a glimpse of uh, Ironheart. I, was, I didn't the catch actress, that. The, the young lady that will be playing Ironheart. Yeah, there's a clip in it where uh, they show a woman, uh, show a young lady, Working in, and she's banging on some metal. Yeah, very yeah. reminiscent of a of a shot of Tony. Stark oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, okay. Building his suit, and wow. she knocks out the little metal heart shape. Yeah. So that's that's Iron Heart. I wasn't even thinking that when I saw. That. I said exactly. Oh, that'll be good. And then uh, winter of 2023 or early 2024, you've got uh, Agatha. Coven of Chaos. Oh, right. Agatha <laughs> She's getting yeah. a series or She's a movie? She's getting a series. Okay. Uh, it looks like, yeah, I'm assuming a series. Oh, great. Although, to be honest, uh, you know, the way they kind of set this up is that movies above the line, series below the line. Okay. And that's an above the line title. Really? So that may be a movie. Uh, then we've got Daredevil Born Again right, in huh? spring of 2024. Captain America New World Order. That'll be with Sam Wilson, with as, Sam a, Wilson yep. as Cap. And mm-hmm. that's in May of 2024. And then the Thunderbolts was announced for July of oh, 2024. Cool. Yeah, even though, oh, crap, what's his name? Uh, passed away. He yeah. played... Uh, 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 Thaddeus Ross. Ross, yeah. 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 And, he, and who becomes the Red Hulk. Right. But might not. I guess I'll have somebody else. And time. then uh, the titles announced for Phase... So that was Phase 5. The okay. titles announced for Phase 6 are... Oh, wow. The Fantastic Four movie. Right on. And that's going to be I, November 2024. Okay, now I got to say this. Finally, MCU's doing it, and it's going to be done right. Yeah. (laughs) Finally. Let's hope. uh, At least the third time is (laughs) the charm. Yeah, third reboot. uh, Yeah, whatever. We'll see. And then in May of 2025 Mm -hmm. is Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Which that ought to be good. We already know. And then uh, November of 2025, you'll get Avengers Secret Wars. Which is going to be cool. Yeah. Because... I tell you what, here's the thing though. Secret Wars, that's that's what gave us the black Spider-Man suit, yeah. which eventually became Venom, etc. It's like, all right, are you going to are you going to be able to tie this in or are they just going to kind of ignore that? So yeah. I I want to see what they do, but 
Well, again, and that's, Spider-Man, you know, Sony that's product. Twenty twenty-five. We've got that gives Marvel a, that gives the, the house <laughs> of the 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 house of the mouse mm-hmm. a couple of years to just buy Sony yeah. entirely. Well, maybe they'll save up some money. Yeah, and... <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll pinch their pennies. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you have some exciting stuff from Marvel and looking ahead all the way to you know late twenty twenty-five. Wow! So. so Marvel's just basically they're just kicking it like they have been. Yeah. So it's like well, and, and like I said, there there are. Some notable gaps, you mm-hmm. know, in some of those calendars to drop in. Uh, one of the things that I uh, that smarter people than me <laughs> have done on the internet, okay, is they have started tracking um, copyright patent, you know, copyright and patent applications. And Disney has apparently filed an application for the naming rights or whatever of um, Midnight Suns. Okay. So obviously okay. There, there will be a, and we all kind of speculated that there was probably going to be a Midnight Suns, yeah. you know, with Blade coming into the MCU and uh, Moon Knight and. Oh, yeah, Moon Knight. You That's know, right, yeah. Moon Knight, you got Blade, you've got Doctor Strange if you wanted to include him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they could. Morbius, do, I mean, Morbius. even as horrible as that was, uh, yeah. they, could, they could maybe clean him. And, you know, there's, <laughs> been, there's been rumors of Ghost Rider getting yeah. a reboot movie, which would be awesome. Now, you know. If Nick Cage doesn't at least make a cameo in that Ghost Riders movie, then they can kiss my butt. And he's got to be full Nick Cage, too. So. Full, just unabashed Nick Cage. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm a fan of Nick Cage for a reason. Because he goes crazy without any problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love it. So, yeah, that would be cool. And uh, Midnight, uh, that's a, you know what? That's a neat way to track it. You know, it's like, uh, it's like conspiracy uh, theorists. If all of a sudden say, "All right, I'm going to find out movies instead of working well, on this other stuff," and see a couple of a couple of weeks before the official announcements at Comic Con, I'd seen that uh, Avengers: King Dynasty and Avengers: Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Somebody had tracked down where Disney had applied for the copyright be for <laughs> those titles. So you know, uh, it, it's an interesting way. Disney and Marvel do such a phenomenal job of keeping a lot of the information for these movies on absolute lockdown. Well, yeah. You know, all of the actors have to sign non-disclosure agreements and all that. And, you know, they <laughs> they shoot movies under alternate titles, so you have no idea what they're shooting. Uh, I've gotten a kick out of, uh, I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow, that was shocked to learn that she was in like one of the Avengers movies. Or, I, was, I wasn't in that. Yeah, you were. You remember those scenes we shot at this time? But it's so disconnected. Right. You know, she just shows up. She shoots for a couple of days. She has no idea what the hell movie it's in. <laughs> she just reads her lines she and goes She just reads along. her lines and goes about her day. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's, it's, that's a good way to do it, too. For That, that way it keeps it helps keep it under wraps so that not everybody in the world knows all of a sudden what's happening. So Right. It, you know, you avoid those spoilers. The only thing is they need to get some duct tape and put it over the mouth of uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think as he's gotten older, he's gotten a little bit better. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. He's So far, he's been pretty secretive, but maybe he's just not in anything. But, so. <laughs> you know, Marvel did good. Uh, well, what about DC? Did they? I mean, we got Black Adam. Yeah, uh, got, I hear is a big thing about that. Since you you got to see it all, let's let's. Yeah, I was. At, you know, I, the Black Adam would have I think been very cool to be there. Dwayne Johnson was mm-hmm. there in full Black Adam costume. I mean, yeah, which probably the best cosplay which, outfit of the of the con. Which I'm pretty sure they painted on him, but yeah, you know. and it's certainly what it looks like. But yeah, they had him rigged up so that he basically levitated. And, you know, they had the big display screen behind him that had lightning. And so he theoretically shot lightning at the crowd. And as I understand it, like the the crowds, the lanyards that the crowds were wearing lit up with the Black Adam logo. Nice. So very cool. Very cool. Okay. And Black Adam, I think that's going to be an interesting one. He's like a a DC anti-heroes. Not as funny as Deadpool, but uh, he's still an anti-hero where he wants to be, he at first wanted to be good, but then he became the Shazam enemy. And I don't know. Well, and it's. But it's The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's good or bad. It's The Rock playing Well, and this that's guy. one of those movies that I don't have to twist my wife's arm to go see. Is that right? Yeah, good. Yeah, no, she's... We have to go... Well, like... <sighs> it's a DC movie. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, coming out this weekend is The League of Super Pets. What? Yeah, it's okay. it's the pets oh, of that's the right. DC that's right. superheroes. I remember. Okay, yeah. 
But it uh, one of the one of the pets is voiced by Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I didn't know that. So we have to go see that. <laughs> she realized she's not going to see him. Well, okay, all right. Well, just don't tell her, I guess. But yeah, you know what? Actually, I'm intrigued by that one. They, I, uh, they've got like Batman's dog and uh, Superman's yeah, and I dog. Say, and I some... want to say Kevin Hart voices uh, Batman's dog. Nice. And <laughs> and they got to have the uh, Harley Quinn's hyenas. I mean, come I'm on. Sure. I mean, come you know. on. So and that's that'd be fun. And, and that'll be a fun one to, oh, yeah. to go see. You know, it's, I'm sure it's going to be aimed for the kids. But you know, we're right. going to find kids to take to the movie with us. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I keep waiting. I got grandkids for, now. <laughs> I keep waiting for my granddaughter to get a little bit older, so I have an excuse to go see those cool cartoons. Right. Uh, right now, you're just borrowing your nephew. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I get. That's how I go see. You know, Sonic the Hedgehog because he wants to go see. It. Sure, All right. Yeah, cool. yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. sure, Alex, I've got no problem taking you to see that. <laughs> well, uh, my grandkids, they don't know yet uh, what they're going to be doomed into. They're not quite at the age where I can sit them in a theater, but as soon as they're at that age, they're going to be doomed to watch these m- movies with well, me. Yeah, because it feels <laughs> weird to be a 40-something-year-old yeah. guy uh, going to see the cartoons, the animated <laughs> movies, sitting in the it theater really with does. a bunch of kids going, this is awesome. But see, here's the thing. I love animated movies. And yeah, sure, they can say, we'll stick to animate. Well, no, some of this other stuff is being done that's just, the artwork is just so cool to look at. Yeah. Why can't you make it? Maybe they should, maybe we talk to Eagle Theater. Maybe they can do it uh, uh, like an adult-only Oh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, that adult only sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what it is. That's how my brain works. Yeah, yeah right. You put oh, adult yeah. before anything, and I assume porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adult movie, adult, adult game, bookstore, adult coloring book. <laughs> yeah, I was exceedingly disappointed the first time I bought an adult coloring book, and it was just full of really intricate geometric shapes. You had your pink crayon ready, didn't I you? I had my pink crayon ready. I was. Adult coloring. Yeah. This is not an adult coloring book. <laughs> well, they got to have an adult screening of oh, uh, these animations. You mean a coloring book for adults? No, that still sounds dirty. <laughs> the, yeah. See, I don't know that there's a way to market that that my 13 year old brain won't go <laughs> boobies. <laughs> true. True. Well, mine always just goes bow, chicka, bow, bow. That's right. <laughs> so, well, and of course, Marvel and DC weren't the only ones that made announcements at Comic Con. Uh, Star uh, Star Trek. Had a Comic Con oh. panel. Oh, I did not know this. I was yeah. again. I was I was busy. Were, it was out of the loop, and it came up were, as a surprise. You were busy making movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know they talked about. Of course, the the cast from Strange New Worlds had a panel, mm-hmm. and uh, I know the last time we did a podcast, we talked about <laughs> we Strange, gushed on Strange. We New gushed World. on Strange New Worlds, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm willing to continue to do so. Talk about. Uh, Finally, a, a Star Trek that absolutely has, for the first season, has stuck it. I mean, mm-hmm, I thought right. it was it was spectacular. Yep. Like anything else, there were episodes that were better than others. Oh, yeah, yeah. That were my favorite. But as a whole, uh, Strange New Worlds is the... Strange New Worlds is the Star Trek we all thought we were getting and wanted when CBS All Access, when yeah. CBS first announced they were doing All Access. Before they were Paramount Plus. <laughs> before they were Paramount Plus, And it was going to be the exclusive home for all things Star Trek. And they were working on a brand new series. And then they gave us, they gave us frickin' Klingons that That were, are color-coded. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm a Star Trek fan. And I managed to sludge my way through Discovery. Yeah, it was tough, though, wasn't it? But there has been nothing tough or difficult about watching Strange New Worlds. Not at all. I look forward to every episode. In fact, I've gone back and watched a couple of the episodes of Strange New Worlds, and it has even given me a newfound appreciation for the original series. And I've gone back and watched some of the original series episodes, you know, where they introduce uh, Khan. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a great episode. And... Spoilers, mm-hmm. um, the season finale for Strange New World yeah. was essentially a retelling of Balance of Terror. Balance of Terror yeah. from the original series. And so and thank you for turning <laughs> me on to that. You you shot me a text and going, dude, a lot of this looks familiar. I've seen this before. <laughs> Check out the original episode, Balance of Terror. And I went, oh, Really? It- so I went back and watched it and, and you know, I'm off of the, you know, immediately off of the joygasm of watching the Strange New Worlds episode. Go back and watch that and go, oh, this is even this is even awesomer. <laughs> yeah, knowing that they pretty much word for word uh, used that that episode as the uh, training manual for yeah, as the inspiration Pike. for it. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, and and uh, again, I was watching that episode and I'm like, 
I've seen this. But I'm wait. That Spock. The the thing that got me most was when Spock raised his eyebrow right when they saw the Romulans. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Uh huh. That was when they introduced the Romulans yeah. in the first series, and I had to go back and find it. And that's when I texted you. Yeah. And we're all like, yeah. It, and it <gasps> was spectacular. And, and since then, I have watched some of the behind the scenes and the uh, Paramount does uh, with Wesley Cru- Wesley Crusher. Um, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will host, Wheaton. Will Wheaton host uh, something called the Ready Room, which That's right, is yeah. a, an after show, you know, an after show show. Uh-huh. And so I watched some of it, and they talked about literally lifting dialogue, uh, shot framing, lighting, yeah, oh, yeah, directly yeah. from the, uh, and they make no bones about it. There is no, yeah. this was an homage. No, we directly yeah. copied. Camera placement and block, you know, even the even the uh, highlighting of the eyes, like right. they used to do on Kirk all the time, with a little like a, a just a, a slim thin yeah, line. I'm sure of there light. is a technical term for that <laughs> yeah. beauty light Light, or, who knows? You the know, Kirk light, yeah, the Kirk light. <laughs> but yeah, Strange New Worlds was fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to the next season of it. They also announced Lower Decks, uh, the second season of Lower Decks is set Which to drop real soon, and. A couple of voice actors from Lower Decks crashed the Strange New Worlds panel because there's going to be a Lower Decks, which is an animated series right. set in the TNG timeline, TNG universe. Right. They're going to do some sort of crossover with the Strange New Worlds, oh which is going gosh. to be a hybrid live animated episode. Weird. But you know but what I'm, I'm in. here for. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it, it's gonna be weird, but it'll be one of those fun. I mean, again, yeah, it's lower like decks. Original. You got to take it for what it is. Yeah, and it's, it is. It's a, it basically lower decks is uh, Star Trek for Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and, and maybe even Family Guy friends. Maybe less uh, less uh, intrusive as uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it, solar opposites. May, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but definitely in that that vein. Yeah, and I've enjoyed. And it's fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed Lower Decks. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and what I've enjoyed about Lower Decks is uh, because they're on a little known ship called the Cerrito. Mm-hmm. They get to talk about. And first off, it's Lower Deck. The the primary characters. Yeah are not the bridge crew. Right. You know, Next Generation, the original series, you follow the bridge crew, not the also-rans, the right. grunts living in the lower decks the, of the ship. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, which... It's, it's the you, guys. You've been a, you've been a lower I, decker before. I have you? been. <laughs> I have been. And we were always lower than lower decks sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's the thing. That's the that's the crew that matters. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that do the work. They're the ones that do the grunt work <laughs> yeah, that nobody... Um, I think at one point they were doing something with the sewage system uh-huh. of the of the Cerrito, and I'm like, I never thought about that they'd have one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. But and it's animated, and it's just a lot of fun. And we'll crossover. That's what they say. It's going to wow. be a, it's going to be a hybrid animated live action Strange New Worlds Lower Decks crossover. And you and know, time what? travel. I think uh, time travel has <laughs> to be in part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's all there is to it. But I'm here for it. It's oh yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be one of those that is either going to land for people or not. All right. Yeah. You know. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it, 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 it's one of those that, you know, you're either going to, I mean, with lower decks, you either love it or hate it. I haven't heard anybody that's like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Everybody's like, I love it. It's funnier. That's me. And then I've heard people, yeah, it's not me. Right. But uh, yeah. And, and I think with the crossover, it's going to, yeah, love it or hate it, but still it's going to be a part of the universe. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to be there just because I am, uh, especially since Strange New Worlds has revitalized my love for. Um, uh, for Star Trek, yeah. So and and they have they haven't missed a beat. Uh, Discovery is one that if you're a Star Trek fan, I'm not sure I could in good faith tell you to watch. Right. Now, the, the latest, the most recent couple of seasons of Discovery, probably after they jumped 900 yeah. years into the future or whatever. Okay, because now it can do whatever the hell it wants. Yeah. And you don't bump into as much continuity problems as yeah. you did previously. Well, um, but without question, if you are a Star Trek fan, friggin' watch Strange New Worlds. It <laughs> yeah. is awesome, and and uh, and the the characters they got the guy playing Pike is perfect. And of course, Anson Mountain. We all a lot of people know him from Black Bolt from uh, Inhumans or from the Ma- uh, Multiverse of Madness yeah. movie, but also R.I.P. R- Black Bolt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and but he's always been uh, spot on with whoever he's playing, and he was on the Discovery. Uh, uh, as as his character as Pike and 
I fell in love with him then. I'm like, okay, Discovery's got a chance. And then Pike went away, and they, okay, you guys didn't stick with that. Yeah, no, I was the most the most excited and squealed like a little kid when the Enterprise first showed up on Discovery. I'm like, yes! Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, you know, a couple of other things we'll talk about here in a second, but we got to take a little bit of a break here, uh, you know, Oh, more, things happen. I got more Star Trek. Do you? More? Do. Oh, yeah. We like more Star Trek. So stick yes, around. More Star Trek coming up because Tony got to hear all the fun stuff while I was sweating everything off of me. <laughs> That's so, right. So, and by the way, uh, bears do in the woods. Just they, let you know. So. Well, gills do too from what I <laughs> Apparently, understand. <laughs> I've considered myself a bear. All right. Let's get back to the, the, some stuff here in a second. But first, you got to hear from one of our sponsors because these guys are what make the podcast run. If it weren't for like Eagle Theater, uh, Classic Hits, WTYE, even Jed Bryan's film, yeah. we're going to talk about that in, probably in this break. But uh, either way, all those guys keep us on the air, keep us rolling, and people like you, uh, you can always help donate. But right now, let's let's pay a little bill or something. Podcast. Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut. Featuring nine minutes of never before seen footage. Out now via Amazon streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. All right. Uh, well, I guess we never really went anywhere, but we're back anyway. So, uh, all right. So, you said you got more Star Trek. There's more Star Trek more announcements? More Star Trek. Yeah, they announced the uh, third. Well, they showed a teaser trailer okay. for the third season of Picard. Okay. And as a, as a diehard fan of the original, of the Next Generation series, right, right. this made me so warm and fuzzy because, <laughs> because it, it absolutely is a... A return of all of the next generation cast. Uh, well, like all it, of it? What? They're, they are completely reassembling. So LeVar Burton is back as Jordy. Michael Dorn is Worth. Jonathan Frakes is back. Uh, Gates McFadden, uh, Marina Sirtis. Mm. Uh, they're all coming back. So you've got Captain Picard. You've got Riker. You've got Jordy. You've got Worf. You've got uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher. All, all the field. <laughs> and, <laughs> Wait, and, you know, you know what would be really cool? If they'd bring back Barkley. Remember the guy they played on the A-team? Uh, I have no doubt that they probably they should, will. should, because yeah. he was kind of cool. He'll probably but... do some sort of cameo. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, along with uh, the Jerry Ryan, uh, Seven of Nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's coming back. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see what that is. And it was just – it was a very simple teaser trailer. But And the, the big question mark that everybody seemed to have going into it was – what is Worf going to look like? Yeah, because oh yeah. Discovery completely bum-jacked what the hell <laughs> Klingons look like. And Strange New Worlds uh, has not addressed that issue at all. Uh -huh. uh, they've referenced Klingons, but they have not shown any Klingons. So it was, it was, spectacular. <laughs> it was spectacular to see uh, Michael Dorn as Worf, as we remember him, from The Next Generation. Little grayer, you know, and okay. he's got a snow-white... Goatee and mustache and oh, long snow white hair. Okay, but very much looks like the TNG era uh, Klingon. So kind of, it kind of sounds like Carrie Payton's uh, character on Walking Dead. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Had the tiger, uh, <laughs> but that long gray hair. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, just just the fact that they're bringing the original cast back is right. awesome. And, yeah, uh, it's spectacular. Now, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I see Brent Spiner listed. However, hmm. I'll be surprised. I would be surprised if Data is in this third season of Picard because Data was kind of the the MacGuffin yeah. for the first season yeah, of Picard. Yeah. And so they've kind of really nicely wrapped up Picard or wrapped up Data's story. Yeah. So I'll be fine if he doesn't make a return. In fact, that's what my wife said. She's like, well, are they bringing back Data? I said, well, I don't think so because they kind of wrapped his yeah. story up in the first season. But the Noonien Singh <sighs> oh, connection. That, you, no, you are right. That's right. I'm thinking Data, but hell, Brent Spiner yeah. was in the second season of, of Picard yep. playing um, 
uh, one Adam, of the, was it Adam Noonan Singh? I think or yeah, something Adam. Like that? That's what it was, Adam. Which, we, as we you know learn again, spoilers, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, is the predecessor to Khan Noonan Singh uh-huh. is the process the predecessor to um, the one that invented the data. one that invented data <laughs> and lore. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I forget his name too, but that's yeah. been a while. But yeah, and see, I think that might be more because I think I think Brent Spiner actually came out and said there's just no way he could do data again. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, he's too old to be a uh immortal android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It he, just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So, and, but yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm looking forward to Picard season 3. That was the other Star Trek thing that dropped nice. out of the Comic-Con and I'm here for it. And the great thing is, we shouldn't really have to wait too long for that third season of Picard. Now, it's going to be the third and final season of Picard. Which, oh, okay. Again, Makes sense. I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, frankly, the fact that we've gotten three more seasons of TV out of Patrick Stewart yeah. is fantastic, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm here for it. Uh, and he's just he's awesome. Whether it's right. Professor Xavier in uh, you know the the, the X Men multiverse. Of oh Madness. yeah, that, yeah, that's right, that's right. You I know. forgot he was in that. I forget. So uh, fantastic. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. It'll be the final season mm-hmm. of Picard, and it'll be fun to see how they kind of wrap up this mm-hmm. this iteration of Star Trek. But as a Star Trek fan, dude, I am in a happy, good place right now. <laughs> right? I've got I've got at the end of the it's okay is Discovery. I love it's Star Trek, so yeah. I'm going to watch it. Um, and and honestly, the last season of Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. Has was really pretty good. They're yeah. working yeah, on rebuilding yeah, yeah. the Federation. Now that they're in the after future, where they a belong. Catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just create some weird. And I think honestly, I, I got the impression that there was a lot of behind the scenes politics hmm. that went into that first season of Discovery being as much of a cluster as it was. Yeah, yeah. And I it think was. the 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 writers and directors had a vision. The network said, "Yeah, but we need it to be this." There mm. was some weird. So you ended up with what it was. Yeah, and so. and and then they've they've kind of fixed it again. The last couple seasons, I'd say for me, the last season is all right. Yeah, the, the second to last was getting there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could tell they were on the right path. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, Strange New Worlds has been fantastic. I hope they Look, keep that one forever. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's you know we talked that uh, I I am ready to live in this Star Trek world for the next however many years they want to keep doing this. Obviously. There's a little bit of a timetable if you want to continue oh, yeah. to do Pike's stories yeah. and walk it right up to where the original series began. Nope. But I'd be fine, and this may be sacrilege, <laughs> I'd be fine if they wanted to do a reboot or a soft reboot mm. of the original series you know? with this this enterprise, this group of characters. Because we've already been introduced to a version yeah. of, of uh, Captain Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, of James T. Kirk, yes. Yeah. Uh, and even though uh, he didn't get to really do much, right. but he did save the day like he always does. And, and he wasn't <laughs> And he wasn't the uh, – didn't quite have the cocky swagger of yeah. Shatner's Kirk because he wasn't that Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of the time travel shenanigans <laughs> that they do, he is Captain Kirk, and he is captain of – a ship, not the Enterprise. Yeah. Yep. So, was it the Farragut? Is the that Farragut? The, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, you know, and again, they've got me. Keep me. So, just keep and, doing the stuff, and we're and happy. You know, as a Star Trek fan, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Orville. Oh, you know, and I know in, in the last <laughs> podcast with uh, Rachel, we talked a little bit about how spectacular Orville mm-hmm. is, and it continues to, for me, knock it out of the park. Yeah. Right yeah. now, my second favorite Star Trek show. Is is Orville is, is the Orville? Yeah, Strange New Worlds is, is is pure Star Trek, and I'm all about it. But you can tell Orville is an absolute love letter to Gene Roddenberry oh, yeah. and Star Trek by uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, and and you know what? Here's the weird thing. I I've heard recently complaints about this latest season of Orville, saying it's not as funny as it used to be. But I'll tell you what. Here's the, on the when the first season came out, people were, oh, this is just Seth MacFarlane trying to be funny again. Is there no like, medium? No, the internet's going to internet. <laughs> I was like, know? come on, people. And and I think 
but I like this season a lot. Yeah, and there are there still are jokes. Oh but yeah, it's it's a much more it's a different format because this one was shot specifically for Hulu. Yeah, so it it only airs I think on Hulu. And the what last episode was what an hour and a half. Yeah, long? an hour and a half long. So, it was it was spectacular. Yeah, which. Yeah, you know, and again, they're t- they're no touching pro- topics too. Yeah, I've got no problem with it not being uh, uh, as jokey as the first couple of seasons. Yeah, because even the first couple of seasons had jokes, but it wasn't a it wasn't a straight up slapstick yeah. comedy. Right, right. It was Star Trek. If they didn't polish everything up, yeah, yeah, it is kind of what it was. Well, and, you know, here, like, uh, okay, again, back to refer, you referred me as being part of the lower decks when I was in the navy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, ex- absolutely. And in fact, the 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 bridge crew, whenever you're out at sea and uh, you're doing stuff, you know, maneuvers and stuff like this, people are still joking around. Right, they're not just all prim and proper and you know all the time. Even even the captains and the officers are joking around. So I can't. I think that's what they're really showing on this. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think so. And you know, you joke when the joke is there, mm-hmm. and then you take the rest of your job very seriously when you need to take exactly. it seriously. And I think that Orville, for my money, has has struck the exact right note in that regard. And, all right. Especially this last season. Yeah, and well, and this and the last episode. One of the things, and, and can we talk about it real quick here? The Bordis, that the actor playing Bordis, just knocked it out of the park. He he acted every single thing of acting. Yeah, <laughs> he went was, to every school in that one episode. Spectacular. Oh, and it, you know, just that that uh, that end of the the sort of monologue. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Uh, again. And I, I will say spoilers, but it's new enough. I'll give you a chance. If you haven't watched Orville, right, we'll go give, watch Orville because it it's awesome. But Bordas has this. I mean, the actor, you feel the pain, the rage, the anger. As All of it. As tears are rolling. And Bordas, uh, for those of you who don't watch Orville, is very much a – it's kind of Orville's version of Worf. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Physical appearance is kind of yep. Klingon-ish, yep. you know, Klingon-inspired, and the voice is very, very deep voice, very <laughs> yeah. you know, and and the the premise is that his species comes from a planet of just males, mm-hmm. and his daughter becomes mm-hmm. the center of a major intergalactic controversy, yeah. basically. Fantastic story arc, and Bordas was absolutely an ass kicking tooth oh, chipper man. when he needed to <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, he did. And oh. and a pissed off, angry, heartbroken father when yep. he needed to be. And yeah. it was it was perfect. Yeah. He, he was I mean it's like it's like every bad uh uh guy beating a bad guy in an action movie, he was the guy doing the beating. And uh at the same time he was the loving father. I mean yeah. the the actor that played Bordas my God, I need to tattoo that guy's name on me somehow because I need to remember it. I don't have it handy right now, but I love, I want to yeah, find him he, in other stuff. He was stuff. fantastic. Yeah. Was, yeah, he acted. Uh, there's no paper bag involved. <laughs> he yeah, just acted. He, he, just, he was fantastic. He was, and so, yeah, you know, Orville, I, I, as, a, as a fan of sci-fi mm-hmm. and good yeah, yeah. Star Trek-ish sci-fi, mm-hmm. man, I could not ask for more stuff right now. What, have you heard any, uh, whether after this season, is this season done with Orville? Or? I, I don't know. I haven't heard. I'm assuming it'll be driven by the viewer numbers, uh, and I haven't done a deep dive yet to see how viewership either, yeah. has looked for Orville on Hulu. I hope it's around. I hope they keep doing it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's just, like you said, it's a love letter to Gene Roddenberry. It fits in the, in the, in the world. I mean, they could, never, they could never do a crossover. Oh, they could. But they, it's, there's certain things that just wouldn't allow a good, right. you know, merging them into one. But I like it as its own separate yeah. thing. And I think, and again, well, no, Seth MacFarlane just and pulling in it fact, out. And in fact, you know, we talked in the last show, I, I got a new tattoo for Father's Day mm-hmm. that is a Star Trek tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking at the, <laughs> uh, the logo for the Orville um, Union. Yep, the it's planet. the Union of Planets yep. instead of the United Federation of Planets. It's like the United Union of Planets yep. or something to that effect. And so I've been looking at maybe I need to get the Union <laughs> logo tattooed as well. And yeah. they do the same. I mean, they do the same thing like the Star Trek. The rank insignia is uh-huh. four gold dots for captain. Oh, okay. Um, on Orville, it is uh, 
silver. I mean, it, it's much more like our bars. Yeah, yeah, it's silver bars on the shoulder uh, epaulets or whatever they're called. You know, and so I'm thinking, well, I could get I could get the <laughs> the union logo and get. Four silver bars tattooed underneath it. And I'll be a, I'll be a, a captain in the union as well. Uh, you know what? Might as well. <laughs> Might because well, they're adjacent. Because so. and and that's I am I am a huge fan of Orville. Yeah. I I watched it initially because it was Seth MacFarlane and because it looked a lot like uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. Which again, Galaxy Quest that's... was absolutely a love letter to. Star Trek mm-hmm. and Trekkies yeah. as a whole. Yep, yep. That, that whole Trek culture. Galaxy Quest was very much a, yeah. <laughs> what if the stuff that you have pretended your whole life was was real, you pretended it was real? <laughs> what if you found out one day that it absolutely was real and you got a phone call from Captain Kirk that said the Enterprise needs your help? That's what Galaxy Quest yep. was. And so I, I struggle with whether Orville is... An homage to Star Trek <laughs> or an homage to Galaxy Quest, but whatever the hell it is, it works for me. Yeah, and and I'm here for it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and yeah, I never thought Seth MacFarlane. I mean, I've seen uh, all Family Guy and uh, several other works that he's done, and it's always been just like this crazy off the wall humor. I was like, I've never seen him do anything serious until this, and then I'm like, he should do more serious stuff. Well, and I love the the subtle world building that they've done mm-hmm. in Orville. You know, in Star Trek, uh, one of the things that they've done is, in, you know, like in, in several of the captain's ready rooms, there has been kind of a mural on the wall that is all of the ships named Enterprise. Yeah. You know, from the the tall sailing ship to the aircraft carrier to the NX-01 that Scott Bakula captain mm-hmm. and so on. But one of the things I get a kick out of is on the captain's desk in Orville, <laughs> there is a little uh, biplane. Uh-huh. Like Orville Rome and Wilbur, Wilbur Wright, Wright yep. flew. Right next to Kermit the Frog. Right next to Kermit the Frog. Because, of course, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane started his career working for Hanna-Barbera. I didn't know that. Yeah, I never realized that's, that. That's where he started his career. I'll be And darn. so, you know, I figure that's, you know, because he's been running around in those animation yeah. and, and, you know, Jim Henson-type circles that Kermit gets to be there. And that's then right nice. next to a model of Orville and Wilver Wrights. Uh, <laughs> I'll be darned. <laughs> uh, that's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And it's a little tiny thing that as a fan, I went, why the hell is that? Bu- or- oh, the Orville. <laughs> oh, Fucking nice. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So uh, what other Comic-Con news have you got? I mean, that was a lot just for was, us. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, you know, Marvel, DC, oh, we saw the, the first trailer for the new John Wick movie. That oh, dropped. that's right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all about Keanu Reeves kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Uh, fully support that. They got to kill know, another dog. Come on. Yeah, dude. No, <laughs> no please. We don't, kill, we don't kill no more dogs. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, and that's, I, I enjoy Comic-Con. I've never been to Comic-Con because the... Well, who has that kind of time and the crush of humanity and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, and and the money because you money. need lots of money. <laughs> yeah, to do it and do it right. Yeah, you need lots of money. But I like sitting at home and watching the trailers as they drop. Yeah, and the the I am Groot, which is uh, yeah, is uh, a series of shorts. I think there's like eight shorts in the first season of I Am Groot. That looks just absolutely ridiculous and adorable, mm-hmm. and and I'm here for it. Yeah, I looked yeah. at that trailer and I, I thought it's like, well, first of all, you have these weird bug-looking things, and he all of a sudden he does something and, he, and a, a leaf comes out I think of him. He farted. Yeah, something like he, that. He, far, he panic farted. Yeah, and then a leaf landed, and they started eating. <laughs> they the eat leaf him. He's like, oh, okay. Well, that's my I wife. Am Groot. <laughs> my wife was asking, are they doing an I am Groot? Is Groot doing a like a standalone movie? And I go, no. She goes, thank God, because an hour and a half of just I, I am Groot. Groot. <laughs> might get kind of old. That yeah. might wear thin pretty now, quickly. Now, if they had Groot and Rocket, okay, we right. could do that. But yeah, yeah you're right. You got Rocket to act as an interpreter, but oh, good. But yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, just watching that, it's just so cute looking because it's a younger Groot. It's, yeah. it's actually, I think it's Groot before he met Rocket type yeah. thing. And that's, so, that's certainly what it looks like. And I don't think it's the young Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. I think right. it's the young Groot from before that stuff. So, but yeah, it looks just fun. And uh, again, I'm not. I'm, I'm trusting those guys. Uh, I, I've watched the Baymax. Uh, they they have a series on Disney Plus of Baymax oh, yeah. from Big Hero Six. Those are fun. Yeah, those are fun. And again, they are geared towards a younger audience. I wish they'd make a Big Hero Six that was actual cop, uh, uh, 
a good interpretation of the original Big Hero 6 from the comic book. Right. Because they have a lot more action and they're not as silly. Right. <laughs> so, although the one guy that uh, they, they've tossed uh, at the end of the Big Hero 6 movie, uh, he had a big lizard suit. Uh, actually, he can change into a, a, a big lizard in the oh, comics. Okay. and with this, Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I wish they'd do something like that, but I'm happy with what they got. Yeah. Why not? So, uh, any uh, well, Spider-Man news? Did they, anything think, Spider-Man you know, they, come out? They've been talking about, and I don't remember if there was a trailer dropped for the, uh, what is it, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yeah, now? Yeah, another was, animated one yeah, with Miles. Yeah, I think that's, that's the next big Spider-Man thing okay. on the horizon. You know, so, now they're... After the success of Spider-Man No Way Home that brought back Tom Holland yeah. and Andrew Garfield and uh, Pastor Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, pastor Spider-Man. Yeah, youth Toby pastor Spider-Man. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. You know, there have been talks of maybe Andrew Garfield getting another run yeah. at a Spider-Man movie set in his universe for Sony. That'd be cool. Uh, you know, I, I don't I'd, be, I'd, I'd watch him. I mean, I'm a Spider-Man fan, so... But now, there was, there was uh, the... the cont- Marvel continued to hype up the uh, X-Men 97 uh, animated series that yeah. they're going to be dropping on Disney+. Plus. Well, didn't they... You know, that's, speaking of that uh, X-Men 97 uh, theme music, didn't, that, didn't there something about they used that music in the uh, Ms. Marvel series? Probably. I think I heard something about that. I know, I know it appeared that. in okay. the... I'll have to look yeah, that I up. Think, no, I think you're right. When they first make the... they When they first use the word mutant mm-hmm. in in the Ms. Marvel series, there is a little bit of that... Under them talking okay. about mutants. So I'm, I'm wondering... Because eventually they got to bring mutants. they yeah. got to bring mutants in. And let, we got to have our mutants. Well, then that's Ms. Marvel <laughs> was the first time that a Disney property has actually used the word... Mutant, okay. because once again, Marvel now owns the rights to mutants. Yeah. Before they they couldn't say mutant; they had to uh, metahumans. They yeah. could use the term metahuman, but they couldn't say mutant. And now Marvel owns the uh, the term mutant. So nice. okay. it won't be long before we get you know. And and I've, I'm excited. I've heard casting rumors of Taron Egerton mm-hmm. as uh, Wolverine. Interesting. In the MCU, okay. and I'm here for it. That'll be fantastic. You know, I've I still seen... want Danny DeVito as Wolverine. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe he could play Sabretooth. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, you know, and the problem is that I've fallen down the rabbit hole enough that I've seen several fan casting. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, building the X Men. Here's who I think should be, you know. And then you lose track of which one's real. Yeah, <laughs> and then I lose track of which one's legit and which one was a fan casting. Because some of them I've gone, yeah, no, I, that looks awesome. I want. <laughs> That's you know, for a long time I thought uh, Tom Hardy would make a kick-ass Logan and Wolverine. Probably, yeah. But he's Venom. Yeah. So, and and I that, love yeah. him as Venom. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, 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 what about Army Hammer? Is he still doing acting? I haven't heard yeah. from him in a while. I don't think so. I, I think heard be... he was a real estate agent in Florida now. He oh. got involved in some sort of controversy and yeah, some sort of Me Too it. thing, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. And, uh, Carl Urban is the other one Ooh. that I've heard cast as a potential replacement for Wolverine, for Hugh Jackman. I'd go for that. I love Carl Urban. <laughs> Who doesn't love Car- oh, Carl Urban? God. And if you don't love Carl Urban... Uh, please send me your address. I got somebody. I got to talk to you. Yeah, I've got a I've got a <laughs> flaming bag of dog poop yeah. for your front step. <laughs> but uh, well, all right. So I guess we comic conned it. Uh, not, we didn't cover nearly we, all of what they did. No, we we really <laughs> didn't. I mean, we we talked a little bit before we started recording. I guess there was a Funko Land that yeah. was all Funko. Uh, Kevin Smith was there. Uh, you know, uh, talking up Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, tr- the trailer for Clerks Three dropped. A couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. I, and and I'm, and I'm that here for looks, that. That w- looks... <laughs> Clerks 3 looks meta. so Kevin Smithy, wonderfully meta. Yes. In that <laughs> Randall, one of the employees of, of the Quick Mart, Quick Stop, <laughs> mm-hmm. has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that near-death experience, decides he's going to make movies. <laughs> which is, in a movie, being produced by a guy who had a heart, a heart attack and decided he was going to stop fucking around and, and make, make the movies movie. that he wanted to make. <laughs> and so it is uber... And I think they even reference the fact that it's meta. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, very much a Jay and Silent Bob uh-huh. uh, side joke that, oh, 
they were cool in the first movie. Nobody wants them anymore, but we just give them cameos. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer for Clerks 3, check it out. Yes. It looks good. And the beautiful and the absolute wonderful thing, and I think it's one of the reasons that a lot of us in this sphere hang on to Kevin Smith is because he is unabashedly who he is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he makes the he makes Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. And again, you either love them or you hate them. You either think uh dogma is brilliant or it's stupid. You either <laughs> love the the uh what is it the askewniverse, the view askewniverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you don't, and, and I'm here for it. I love Kevin Smith. I dig everything that he's about. He's very much a, you know, get out and do your thing. In fact, it's, you know, you've talked about That's Kevin Smith. That's the reason Smith I started as, the podcast. As, yeah, as the inspiration for doing the podcast. When mm-hmm. he said, if you've got something to say, get out there and say it. Mm-hmm. So. And that's, that's why we started what, that's this what we're thing. doing. So, so people listening right now, it's Kevin Smith's fault that you're listening to this show right now. So that's you right. can blame him, not me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I guess that's going to wrap up another episode of the Nerd Up podcast because, well, that's that's yeah. that's as much as we need. Now, the you know the gross part of the Nerd Up podcast is where we tell you to go buy the Nerd Up podcast swag. That's right. T-shirts, books, bags, especially pins. the new logos that we got up yeah. on. Our, Chris Ford, our buddy Chris Ford, did a fantastic job of putting together some. Uh, some pop cultured inspired yeah, logos. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, definitely check out the uh, Nerd Up podcast swag. Where can they find that at? That's at Cafe Press slash Nerd Up po- or Cafe Press dot com slash Nerd Up Podcast. Or you can just go to Nerd Up Podcast dot com and we got a little link there to our t shirt shop. Clickable link to it. So and, check uh, it out. Yeah, we got a, uh, that one is just full of all sorts of new logos, really cool looking shirts. I want to see those out. In fact, I got to go get one because there's one I really want. And uh, um, it helps support the podcast when you do that. Uh, also, speaking of helping support the podcast, if you're in Illinois and you need to go to a movie, I'd highly recommend any of the three Eagle Theaters, Streeter, Clinton, and Robinson. Those are the three locations, if you're in Illinois, that you're going to be close to one of those. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and those guys know how to run a theater. They've worked with us a lot. Uh, we've had, we said, hey, how about doing some independent films? All right. So you're near the Nerd Up podcast. Yeah, Kelsa, we'll do it. <laughs> Kelsa at the uh, Eagle Theater here in Robinson, especially, mm-hmm. has been phenomenal. Anytime we get a wild hair up our ass and say, hey, I think this would be a neat idea, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think we can make that work. And then she blocks off a few hours so we can invite Jed Bryan and some other fun people and do <laughs> and screenings of their movies and, you know, yeah. and have fun. It's doing and more stuff. So, and, and again, they support us. We support them. Uh, EagleTheater.net is their website, by the by way. By the way, you've mm-hmm. been in a Jed Bryan movie or two, haven't uh, you? Uh, actually, this will, uh, I've been in, been in, let's see, let's going to break this down for you. Been in three? Yeah, been in three. And have uh, worked sound for three, so six yeah. total. Yeah, my voice has been. <laughs> I've done in, a little bit. My voice has been in one. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so see, you could say you've been in a Jed Bryan movie, yeah, I've although in, I've been in more. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, and you've physically been in. You know, my well, voice has been in the background yeah. of one of them. But so. and the, the thing is, Jed Bryan is an independent filmmaker from around this area, and the guy is great at horror films, and he does these. He's so far, he's done a lot of short films. He, the full length is The Unlisted Owner, which right. that's the ad you heard. Uh, but he... Uh, uh, Did he do, he do one of the... the is it The Smiling Woman? or, or what sm- is- He helped co-write that with Alex Mangana. Uh, so you can find it on YouTube. Look yeah. up Smiling Woman. And uh, he co-wrote several of those, those are episodes. Creepy as hell. Aren't they though? <laughs> Crying out loud. And they're only like two, three minutes long. Right. And you're like, you're, you're like, you have to have all the lights on after that two, three yeah. minutes. So it's yep. creepy. And and uh, one of them they have a, uh, or actually a couple of those uh, smiling women. They have Felissa Rose, who was in uh, Sleepaway Camp, the yeah. actress, and her her character's name in this is the same as Sleepaway Camp. So it's kind of cool. But yeah, uh, he's active. And support his stuff. Uh, there's a, there's a, a movie out coming out uh, this October is what they're aiming for. COVID threw everything out, but it's called 1031 Part Three, and it's uh, um, um, uh, Rocky Gray right. uh, used to Rocky play drums Gray. for, yeah, uh, for Evan, Evan Evans, Essence. and uh, he's put out these movies. And the third one's coming out, and uh, that trailer for Radio Tower Road is what we filmed, and that's where your voice is. That's and, where my voice is filmed and, right here at the. Classic Hit Studio. That's right. And they filmed it right here. And we got to be a part of it and watch it and just enjoy the magic. That was but a spectacular and educational experience. Yeah. I, I've loved behind-the-scenes filmmaking. There was a time in my life where I thought I wanted to be a, a visual effects artist. And, oh, yeah. And 
physical, practical visual effects, digital visual effects. That's kind of what I wanted to do. So when you said, hey, I think we're going to film a movie here, I'm like, dude, can <laughs> I hang out? And, and I, st- I sat back there and hung out with his wife, who was doing the, makeup, the yep. special effects makeup. And yep. that, was, that was spectacular. A ton of fun to see. And Jed is an indie filmmaker, but you would not guess it by the crew that he brings in here and the talented people that he works with. Yeah. The the, quality of work, you know, I knew, I knew shit done got real when I walked through the door and there was Dolly tracks laid down the hall. (laughs) Oh, this isn't just some dude with a camcorder filming stuff. This is, they got, they got lighting rigs and Dolly tracks and, you know, and we had fun. And uh, so that's 1031 part three. That's coming out in October. Uh, Unlisted owner is now on uh, Amazon prime unlisted owner director's cut. Um, uh, thirteen slaves till Christmas. There's a uh, one uh, episode or one in that. That's an anthology horror. We just got through filming for uh, a six pack of horror. So he's active. Check his stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that I think we talked about all our sponsors. We need to. I think so. We uh, talked the- about all of the Comic Con stuff that I can remember. I'm sure we'll get done, and I'll go. Oh yeah, we. You know, yeah. Well, that'll for, be another right podcast. Now, <laughs> I feel like yeah. Uh, and and again, if you haven't watched the Black Panther Wakanda Forever, mm. go friggin' watch that trailer. <laughs> that's I think that's one. You of know, it, it it so if the movie is half as good as the trailer was, <laughs> then we're going to be great. I mean, right. we're going to be fantastic. I, I, again, that that Nemo. I wish they'd have showed a better Nemo. view of his face. Or, Nemo. Nemo. Ne- or ne- 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 no, wait, what? No, Nemo is the little fish that Dory <laughs> yeah. needs to find. And uh, Namor. Namor. <laughs> yeah, well, they had to find Nemo, so they can forget Na- <laughs> Namor was holding Namor hostage. Namor had to find Nemo. <laughs> All right, you know what? It's time to end this podcast. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Something's kicking in. <laughs> yeah, it's free in Illinois. Or it's legal. <laughs> it's legal in Illinois. <laughs> I wish it were free. All yeah. right, so uh, like we say at the end of each and every single episode, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy.